0: We get to the end of the Shura of the Verity Night. Hashem. We saw last night, Ken Yevduko Levecha Hashem, Pasuk Lama is a continuation of what we saw until now. We saw last night that the description of people who weren't in the battle and who convinced Israel would win, that the reversal, so to speak, of the fortunes of the Rishayim, and their downfall is completely unexpected. It always comes as a surprise. But uh, the Rishim looked like they were more powerful. They looked like they had the ability to be successful, victorious. And uh, the fact that it gets upset is always a shock. And the reason for that is, is because that way it makes the Kiddush Hashem so much bigger. It makes the Kiddush Hashem so much bigger that the downfall of the Rosh couldn't be predicted. And like we saw by Sisra, so, a, so the very finishes up, the same thing, Hashem, all your enemies should be destroyed in a similar fashion. However strong they think they are, and however much it looks like they're going to be victorious, nevertheless, Hashem will bring them down. And that was the continuation of we saw yesterday. That's in a, a, the end of the Shira as it applies to, discussing the downfall of the Rishon. Now, there's an element of Shira which shows completion. This is an important point to talk about any Shira, including as Sayyam, which is say every day. It also applies to Shira Sakhana, which will only get to Yishmur. Uh, and the concept of a Shira is that it's a, uh, the Mara it's a sign of a completion. When something, so to speak, a process reaches its end, and then by the end of the process, one can see how everything fits together, how everything puts together, how everything how it becomes understood how it all was a part of Hashem's plan. So then the response to seeing that sense of shlemus of completion, is shira. The morale explains that the reason for that is because that the idea of a shira is its pattern based on harmony, harmony of different notes or harmony of different musical instruments. Song is a, the more, so to speak, varied and uh, the more large the orchestra, the amount of pieces which are playing together, the more it pulls in the, the harmony, the blend of sounds which makes up shira. And therefore, the idea of a Shira is also when a person sees all the incidents which together led led themselves to the conclusion that they came to and how HaKadosh Barucho, so to speak, ties up all the strings, everything is completed. That's when that's when people sing shirah. When they saw that at Yamsub, it was the end of the process of Mitzrayim, a process which had lasted 210 years, and they saw how they'd been gone down to Mitzrayim, what the Mitzrayim had done to them, the punishment of Mitzrayim, and eventually had brought them to the stage where they were in a nation ready to marched to receive the terrorists and they could sing a shirah. Same thing over here, the idea of the shirah of the Torah, we already saw at the beginning of the shirah was really a completion of the shirah of Yamsuf. Because the, the, the end point of shirah sayyam was to come to Israel to the aymus to the mocha in the shirv ta'apal ta'ashem. And in order to do that, they had to destroy the K'nanim when that never happened. So the K'nanim reversed back to the stage where they were subjugated by the very K'nanim they were meant to destroy. And now we see that it's the downfall of this Gnadian. That's the, that's the completion of that Shira. But the truth is that every Shira also ends with an eye to the future. And this is the famous Chazal, which says that there were nine times that Shira was sung in this world. And each time it's called Shira in the feminine. And in the future, will be the tenth time, shir. which is called the Shira. Shira Hashim Shir Chadash, not right? Shira Chadasha. In the future, we'll sing a Shir Chadash. And that's the that's a complete Shira. An idea is that each of these the is the completion of a certain process, but it's still looking to the future of when the, when the Shira will be completed. So, for example, the Yom finishes; it's the eye to the future. Hashem will reign in the future forever. No, it hasn't happened yet. They saw a certain element. They saw a certain element of Hakadosh uh, Baruch control or His ability to destroy the enemy but they hadn't seen the complete Melocha. And therefore, the Shirah finishes with the eye to the future of when they will see the complete Melocha. Similarly, the Shirah of Hannah also looks to the future, except that it's not talking about the Malchus of Hashem, it's talking about the Malchus of Melech and Meshach, and uh, the Shira of Hannah also finishes with the with the eye to the future of HaKadosh will choose a Melech and he will give him the, the eventual Malchus, which is the end point of Shirazchanah, because the nature of the Shir was about the birth of Shmuel, which was really the birth of the Jewish kingship. Shmuel's Shmuel, was to appoint the kings. And therefore the future, the final point that the Jewish monarchy will reach will be Mosheikh. And therefore the Shir describes what's happened so far, but it also looks to the future when there'll be the ultimate level of it. And then same thing, we come to Shira Stavira over here, uh, the same idea. The, mo- the point of the Shira as a whole was to praise the taddikim, uh and, and despise or even curse, we saw a different contexts, that uh, the Rishon. The Taddikim were the ones who did trust in Hashem, the ones who went in the paths to spread like we saw at the beginning of the whole Chaldei Aksifu, and uh, the, the ones who came to help and trust in Hashem to come in fact and the Rishayim were either the Goyim which he talks about a number of times or even the Shvatim who were too scared to participate and didn't believe that the Yashura would come and therefore that's the nature of the Shura so then the end point of the Shura is to look towards a time when there will be the ultimate glory for the Tzaddikim and that's where the Shura finishes off so what that, what are the other six Shuras? The other six Shiras are Shuras of the Air Shir Zabar which Klal Yisrael sang when they saw the the miracle of Nachal Arnon that the mountains came together to crash the murmur and afterwards the bear to them out, and it says Oz Yashir Shalsheir Oz Yisalib Bear Enuodah and even there there's a the 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 song is to the bear but it finishes also with the with the future it says MeMidbar Matanu Matanu Nachilu Nachilu Bamus which are levels of the future which they would we'll get to. That's the Gemara's derish in that pasuk. That's another shira. There's a the shira of David the Melech, which is "Bethin tehiyim and Shmuel tehiyut Ches Shmuel beis berech of Gimel." It says, "David shar biyem tzila Hashem ois nikafto oyav nikaft shol." And then David is talking about his personal victory, but again, it looks to the future. "Migdal Yeshua is Malkov v'oyseh Chesed The David the Azari ad oyam. The shira also finishes at the head that was seen until now. We'll continue in the future. The shira other Shira was a Shira of Shira Shirim. Another Shir was a Shira of Advarish and Mizmashriya Mashabas. Which he sang when he was created in Yisro Shabbos. And there also the Shir is completely talking about the future. Where it's talking about the the, the future when it says, and we get to the stage of the Hagitki Yasha Rashim Turi Vila V Okay, so all the Shiras Baatim have the same the same idea. And the reason for that is is because even the Hashir shows a certain sense of completion, but we understand this is only a part of the bigger picture which we look forward to seeing the full revelation, which will be the Shri Lasid Love. Now, what's the idea here therefore of the idea of the those who love Hashem being Katsais, Hashem, Shri Shri Gvarasi, which all of Farshim here say it's not talking about now, Lasid Lash really says Labri. it's talking about what's going to be in the future. And saying the targum here says that it's as hidden, it's in the future, that the tzaddikim will be like the sun, which goes out big barasa in its full strength. So what's it referring to, and why is it brought here as a, the, the so to speak the shevach or the nevuah, which is what which is what's going to happen to the tzaddikim last in That's the that's the promise of the future for the tzaddikim. Why would that be the, the there would be a lot of possible praises we could give in Sadiqim. What's the idea of comparing them to the sun? Big Vurasa. Okay, so then the Nakud is like this. The, there's two, actually, there are three different ideas being discussed here, um, uh, which the Gemara's direction is. The, the first, let's start with the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi talks about the term Amirons, the Yerushalmi, the They were walking and they saw the sun rise. They saw it was completely dark and they saw Alasha Shachar, they saw gradually as the horizon got more light, and then eventually the sun rose and as it climbed the sky. And the one to the other one, Kahi Gulasin Shal Yisrael. Yisrael. the way we saw the sun rise, that's a way to understand how the goal of um Kay is going to happen. It says It starts a little bit by a little bit. When the sun starts to rise, you don't see the the light yet. You see a, a glow, like a very faint glow on the horizon, and then slowly, slowly, as it rises, it becomes more and more light until, when the sun in the midday, is is extremely powerful. And therefore, the first you saw it is that the way that the Golan will come is in the same way that it will happen slowly, slowly, until eventually it reaches its full its full strength. So the Ayavot, the future of the Tadikim, will follow the same. Pattern. It will start with a small, so to speak, era, until it will develop and progress more and more until it reaches the Shemesh The idea already we find in the Navi, when it talks about the Nabuah of Bilam, and it talks about the Malchus of Dabra Melech. So it starts with calling Magur as a Kav, and then it's Kelavi, and then it's Kari. The stages in, as a lion goes from being a cub to being a young lion to being a powerful lion, and so the, the midrash compares David a melech he started off like uh, as successful. He killed Goliath. He was an officer in the army of Shol. and he became the king of Yehud, and eventually became the king of all There was a, a st- stage by stage process until David, so to speak reached his full greatness, right? So, everything in Ruthless is that way. Oh, so doesn't want to get to right, uh, so w- why is it like that? So, that's the first thing. Why is it like that? That, uh, the, uh, that it's, a slow, it's a step-by-step process until there's a full, the full revelation, the full level of the, the, what the ayah, what the, what the, what the are meant to be. There's a second point here as well, and that is the Gemara in the Daryon, the Gemara says in the Pasuk that Lakish says, In the future Hashem will take the sun out of its shield, out of its sheath if you want, and then, if that's the case, where the sun will be that much stronger than it is now, and how will people react to the stronger sun? And it says, Tadikim uh, so it says, Rishonim dining by, but is rapping by. That extra strong sun will punish the Rishonim; they'll get burnt by it. And Bazel says that, uh, that uh, Yom will be byer Katanur. and then Yom will byer A day will come which is as hot as a furnace, and it's the niyat of called Rishonim; it's going to burn all the Rishonim. And when it comes to the tzaddikim, it says, The tolgar The it. enjoyed uh, that. That same intense heat, which is something enough to destroy the Rishoyim, will be something which is enjoyed by the tzaddikim. So the idea of Tzay Sashem Yishpuk that the sun, so to speak, at its full force, that it's the uh, strongest, is something which is, uh, on the one hand, a punishment for the Rishoyim, and on the other hand, it's meant to be a shabbat for the tzaddikim. That's the second point. Um, now, what's the, let's just start with those two first. What's the idea of the energy, like we said, first, that the fact that the tzaddikim come to prominence slowly, like the Shan sun rising? And why is it that the, the laosid lovely the sun, which is so strong and will punish the regime like it'll be like a ton, it'll burn them. Why is it something which maybe it won't punish the telegrams unless they're given some kind of protection, Or why is it something that they would appreciate That would be good for them? So what's the idea of both of these analogies to the sun? And what we want to do is, what's the good of the What's the why, why is that the expression she uses to talk about what will happen to those who love Hashem and Now, so what we've seen until now this is the element of Shiras Tavara which is mashed in the whole Shira. Right? If you remember from the beginning of the Shira, the point of the Shiras Tavara was to talk about the compulsion to keep the Torah. Like we saw at the beginning. Right? Like, like, uh, we saw that it's Rashi said at the beginning of the Shira, that, mm-hmm. Once again, the Torah, it's dangerous for a person to leaves the Torah. It was given with gemara. And therefore, Klai's were punished every time they, they departed from the Torah. And when they came back to the Torah, they were saved. So, the starting point of the Shiras Tavara was in the fact that the compulsion to keep the Torah. And you saw that one, if you remember when we spoke about it a few weeks ago, that was the, where the Nais of Har Tavar completes the Kabbalah of, of Harasina. And Ra-Zina, they accepted the Torah. And Haritavar, they saw how when they don't accept the Torah, they get punished. And how when they re the Torah, they're going to get saved. And that's going to be the process throughout the goddess. Every time Kaushchei will leave the Torah, they get punished. Every time they come back to the Torah, they get saved. And then it happened at the time of the Torah. Unfortunately, the same cycle has repeated itself. I don't know how many times since then. Now when Kaushchei will leave the Torah, they get punished. When Kaushchei will come back to the Torah, they get saved. And it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing cycle, which means that you've put the Torah on the principle of Yeru. You've, you've based the Torah on the principle of compulsion to keep the Torah. We have no, we have no choice. And if we don't keep the Torah, we'll get punished until we do Right? And that's going to be the process which happens now, uh, in Sefer Shaftim, again and again. And that's why Sisra, Yavin, overcame us when we weren't keeping the Torah, and when we were brought back to the Torah, so they were victorious. And therefore, Dvara is celebrating the victory of the fact that Klai Israel so themselves with the Torah, and they were therefore successful. But this is the process which will happen again and again. What's going to change the Lassid Lave. And that's why she uses it for is when it changes not from a, a situation of the 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 fact that Torah was given, by and if we don't keep the Torah, we get punished, and we keep getting reminded of that because each time we don't keep the Torah, we get punished again, right? So then the change is going to be that the uh, acceptance of Torah will be mitaych our uh, love for the Torah, not mitaych the fact that we have to. And why is it going to be different? Why is it going to be different? So the inside is like this. The. Didn't it happen by Purim? Yes. Yes. Definitely have Purim. Like the first of the first, from Avicennais. Right. So then the, 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 let's talk about the Ness of Purim because that's a good example of what we're going to see. Right. The Yusai of being a couple of um, and then we victorious over our enemies. So, for sure, in the door before Purim, that Klayishol had made the same mistake. When it says, Yeshna Amrachad, and then Chazal had that, that Yashru they'd fallen asleep from the mitzvahs, and therefore, Haman thought, he was able to, he was able to, in a plot to destroy them. And Hashem went along with it at the beginning, because if Klayishol are keeping the mitzvahs, then they are given into the hands of their enemies. But, and the concept of, therefore, there was a nace, and as a result of the nace, Klayishol was saved, this is, a, is a stage in that same process. What was different by Purim, maybe is that it says that there were be a the terror other people have a now what that's him uh, quantitatively difference between qualities of different between the buzzer and the or the fact that we have to what's the difference between the other or the, the 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 idea of being a couple term out so it's like this and the are says this in his pirish or father from but he said it's like this with the rest asks a question where do you see it the Makabal Torah The Makabal Purim. But the passage that they, the, the Gemara's diaries, the Makabal Torah from, Kimu Vakibra Yehudim, right, is talking about the Megillah. Kimu Vakibra Yehudim, Aleib Al Zarim, the Yes'i's, Vishnei, Mama Elah, Vashana. The Makabal is also Purim. Where do you see the Makabal Torah? Where do you see the Makabal Torah? So the morale says that Yes'i say had got him. And the morale says that the door of the Purim, the door of Marechai, was there in the Torah of Anshe Knesset Gedolei? Maharal himself was a member of the Knesset and Anshe Knesset Gedolei were the ones who gave us all the all the Torah of the right? We you know all the all the tarabana, the Tfila, the Haggadah, the, all the Gazeris of that you have. That was the those were the enactments of Anshe Knesset Gedolei. That was the Avos and Nesuch Purim. Why? So the Maratha is a beautiful point. He says, where do you see in the Pasak, that the Torah of the he says like this: If a person's is makabel something miyirah, so he's makabel what he has to do. Whatever whatever is required to do, he's makabel to do what you told him to do. He'll do. And now that he realizes it's important and he dare not disobey, he'll do it. The expression of kabbalah mi'ava is I'm willing to do more than you told me to do. I'm willing to take an extra. And therefore, if you see that he's makabel another mitzvah of Purim more than the tariq mitzvahs already had, you see that the kabbalah is Because when it's coming a person's willing to do. No, to, to be misnader to do more than they have to do and therefore we see from the fact that they were only taking on another mitzvah besides them it already m'khayyaf so then we see that there was an element of that that's Yisrael the let's extend that we made that that Dara took on not just one more thing called Purim they took on all the mitzvahs to that, that all the Taqanah Zah'an Shafi Yisra was the dar after Purim the dar who were still mushba from that avas and this that uh, so to speak that uh, that brought to the salvation of Israel. you that gave them the ava, that gave them the ava which took on, which brought them to all the mitzvot of mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying. Also, uh. the ayavah, when it, as compared to as compared to the makabel that right, which is just a remake what I have to be couple and what's already been mitzvahed on me. If it's going to be a situation of ava, I'm going to take on more. Yeah. Yeah. To becomes which is part of the the Mitzvahs. In other words. To take on more is a principle of Ava. Now that the next generation is given this as part of what they have to keep, so by them it's per And it's also going to take on more. And that's the Yisrael we said before. Why, Just like we said, the Gelasim Shal Yisrael is kima. It's a little bit at a time. Just like the light, so to speak, begins by dawn and slowly becomes more and more and more until it's The process of Ava is a similar thing, it's a step of doing more and doing more and doing more and doing more and that the process will get more and more and more. It'll it will increase on itself. Right, as opposed to if a person is not taking working in that principle of eyeball, they're not looking to take on more. They're looking to do what they have to do. So there's not a process is developing. Now if I was always working with the level of eyeball, so then it's true. Each Dara would add to what is done before it. Until now we were doing this, we want to add another point. We want to attack on extra. We want to be more careful. Right? But if Kyle was not working in eyeball then it's going to go back to being a situation of year. This is what we have to keep, whether it's with the race or Rabon or, or whatever the reason might be. Okay, so even if we, it's also a level, we are doing what we have to do. But it's not coming with the motivation that we're trying to do above and beyond what we have to do. And that's what, that's the contrast of Shira What she says, the problem was that the Klaishchel won't even called the term year. The, re, the resolution to the Klaishchel's problems, when they come back at least, in will come the term year, but looking to the future, the matter, the level that Klai is going to get to it is forever. it's the level where Klai Shl are and the result of being makavel me'avo is it becomes a kishemish It becomes more powerful than it was before. We take on more. The Rav Yehonasan Eibeshet is When he talks about the concept of Mitzvah to Rabbanon, is basically the achievement of angel Nesla Gadela, He says an unbelievable point. Already um, I should be marachib and explain the whole Yisroel Rav Yehonasan. So we don't have time for that. It's just the point which is negated to us. is like this. He says, You see that the first goddess of Baba lasted 70 years. And in what state are Clarissa holding at the end of those 70 years? So, he's looking at the Psalm in Ezra, that most of them had intermarried with going. Even the Conde had intermarried with Coim. Um, they weren't keeping Shabbos, as before, in the past. In the Chalikot Shabbos, Shabbos, he sees people doing business on Shabbos. So Shabbos, Kashrus, intermarriage, was all out the window after 70 years asks Ravyanison ask how can how does how is it then that now we've been in Goddess? You remember he was talking three hundred years ago, approximately when he lived in the sixteen hundreds or the seven, early seventeen hundreds, but he says, how is it that we've been in Goddess for over a thousand five hundred years and in his time at least the Rose Clay are still keeping the Torah? Intermarriages, at least Ravenison says he was talking then not today. We're going back to the bubble. But in his time, intermarriages unheard of. People are keeping Shabbos. What was what changed that the first time around, of the seventh years, Klai Yisrael, the disintegrated, collapsed. And in the second goddess, for over 1,500 years, Klai Yisrael kept that Says of Yenison, the answer is Mr. Saravan. What the and Nisargdota did is they made the safeguards in place to make sure that Klai Israel would remain Klai Israel. It's an amazing thing. Again, we can develop exactly how they did that and how it worked. That's not for now. But the idea is, and therefore the eye above of the results of Purim was Klai Yisrael look where we landed up with Mishtachashverosh. Look where we land up We're trying to be like the goyim And well, therefore it's We want to do more We want to now act to Add to our level of khayyob That we're going to distance ourselves from the goyim We're not going to go the same way again That's called is Now that I see what I've done wrong I'm going to do more To make sure I don't go there again right? And therefore that comes with more khiyofim. It comes with more obligation And that was the door of That had that The level will be the same thing and that's the first point of Kate's Shemesh Bukh That's the first point of Kate's Shemesh Now the second point. And that is, what's the, then the analogy to the fact that the sun, which will burn the Rishoim, the Asid Lavai, and be good for the Tzadikim? Now remember, why is the Voyer telling this? This is the accident what happens to Sisra's army. The stars burnt them. Remember, the nest of the stars was like a Chavim to and a Chavim And what happened to the Jewish army? Did they also get burned by stars? We don't find that. We find that Sisra's army got destroyed by that. right? And how did that happen? The stars uh, affected these and not those. But it was hot, or it wasn't hot. It was like directed, like laser rays, how did it work? Right? How could it be that the same kayak which came down, Dafka fought the army of Sisra and not the army of, Bar- of Barak? And here you see exactly what Chazal is saying, already being, playing itself at the Mesa. Chazal said the sun will be much hotter and will affect the Rosh not the Tzaddikim, these will be enjoyed. These will be burnt by it. Well, we have a present for that. The virus saw it. The stars did exactly that. Mm-hmm. They got hotter. They destroyed the army of Sisra, And they didn't destroy the army of Varak. So how does that work? How does it work? It was just a general heat. Then how can it be that it affects these and not us? Okay. So these are like this. These are like this. The the, the concept. I mean, we can explain up here, but before that, just a me chat. The concept of was what, both hap, both what happened here in the story of, of the ver and what was predicted was going to happen in the future is that, just like we see in Mitzrayim, there's a concept that Rakhadosh Baruch can reward and punish individuals, even though it's a natural phenomenon which is taking place. It can be dark for Mitzrayim and light for Kla Yisrael. The air can be so thick as the midshroom can't move through it, and the can move freely. And it's a ghillie of a That Hashem. He can direct this, uh, uh, something which should be a things, uh, an, an entity which affects the whole world simultaneously, but he can direct who's going to affect the earth not. Like who's go- oh, yeah, we said that in the show at the very beginning. The corona is a marshal for that. But uh, not, not anymore. Is, uh, the aside is that that's where we see a, a gili of That it's not that because it's hotter everybody suffers the heat because it's dark, everyone's in darkness Hashem can pinpoint who he wants to get a faith and who he doesn't and where the clouds will see that we saw him in Mitzrayim, we saw it again by Devar the natural phenomenon the stars getting hotter and burning the army of the sister melting the chariots didn't affect the barak so it says here we see this that when the sun comes out at its full strength right, it's going to destroy the Rishon but It'll be good for the tzaddikim. It'll be good for the tzaddikim. Um, this is something which is going to be global, not just for localized, focused in the local army of sister which is here by Nachal Kishon. Uh, the whole world will have this experience, and that's uh, that's the second thing which Tzvi says. The nesh that we saw here is something which is going to be the whole world will see. That uh, firstly, that the, the the those who love Hashem, they'll the will be protected and all ocean will be punished by that same by the same the same Sun the same idea of the Sun getting hotter and destroying these and saving those but there's still more to be said that's true people shot and uh, it's a uh, based on what they saw they could predict how they, they understand how this is going to work in the future also there's, a, there's still more to say why is it like that why is it like that so now you can go back to just for a minute to talk about what happened at the time of sister The the stars or the sun in this case don't normally get involved like we said in the running of the world right normally the the sun the moon the stars they do the job they're meant to do they were we saw that there were rare occasions when hashem uses them as his as his agents to involve what's happening in this world the apostle says we brought the boss last time were three times and Hashem uses, so to speak, the Shemaim to do an ace. In the time of Yeshua, when he made the sun and moon stand still, in the time of Sisra, and in the time of Yeshua, so he was also sent down the hills from the Shemaim, in the time of Sisra, and in the time of Sancherif, there was uh, three times that Hashem, Kedu, uses something from the sky to be his agent in fighting. It's not normally like that. Normally, if it's punishment, it's from the earth. Something here happens uh what what's the ghillie of using the shaman whether it's the sun whether it's the stars whatever it is as being the the means to punish as being the means to punish so that is like this when when the pasuk says hazina in Mr. shaman with the Aretz, so rashi says number one they're around so they can be item but number two they're the means to carry out the Puranas. Now, normally that means that there's going to be rain, and no, there's not going to be rain, there's going to be drought. Right? So, the, the way that the sun, I mean the sky, the shemaim, carries out its paralysis is within the ra- all normal working of the world. There's meant to be rain, I and mean, when people are punished, there won't be rain. So, the, the sky acts as an agent of punishment by withholding the rain, which is a normal process, and even the world suffers. There's going to be droughts, there's going to be famine. Right? Sometimes, when Baruch Hu wants to use the shemaim, to be megale, not to not to do things in a hidden way, but uh, exactly the opposite, to be megale, Hashem is involved. And if that's the case, it's going to be with the Nase, which is something which is, which is clear, right? that, that that is going to be show openly how God is involved. When Hashem stops the sign, whatever it is, when Hashem fought his sister with the stars, it, was, it wasn't it was coming to master the Nase, to have, it was the opposite, it was coming to publish the nice, And we made it. The, since it's the whole world, wherever you are, can, you can see the sun. It's something which is visible from the, from the entire globe. So that's a way of publicizing this. Like it says, bye, bye. by Yeshua, the day Hashem stops the sun, today I'm going to make you famous throughout the world. Because it's the Meghaladinness. The same thing over here. The the Hashem was trying to Meghaladinness, not to hide it. That's how we saying about it. And then the virus says, this idea we're going to see the Asid Lavo also. The Asid Lava is, Hashem is trying to Meghaladin the difference between Siddiquim and Rishoim. He's not trying to hide that. He's trying to... In the Atid Lava, Hashem will try to reveal that. And therefore, it's going to be using the... Again, the Kalecha Hashemayim, And Hashem will show that... Uh, the year the, the, we said, the Bukmara says, that Hashem will make the sun strong, that the Rishoim will melt. And the It'll be a way to be megaleh to reveal, not to hide. And that's uh, what, we, what the virus saw a little bit of in the army of Sisra, is how Kodesh Barakul came so to speak, to show that he was fighting for Klai Yisrael, then that will happen to also. The Biru, the separation between Siddiqui and Rashim won't be by chance. Won't be something which we, happens to be without appeal arising. It's going to be made public and Badaf like that because Hashim is trying to show, um, is trying to show that he's, uh, he's, he's fighting for Klai Yisrael. Hashem is going to come to fight. He's going to show that. That's the point. Fine. So that was, that's, being as there was that Gilead, both of these points, we the a the Torah and the fact that Hashem showed that he was fighting for Israel, so like every year, it finishes with the beautiful, as lovely. Number one, that not just we will a the Torah as that we have to, it will be Something which increases our Kabbalah, which we do more and more. And number two, just like the, in the time of Devarish, that Hashem showed the Neis by how he fought, Hashem will do that in the future also. That will be, that will be that the for forty years after there was peace and